Welcome to the Word of Life podcast, a ministry of Word of Life Church, located in Lesseur, Minnesota. From sermon audio to midweek content and much more, we hope you are blessed by what you hear. For more information or to donate, please visit wordoflifemn.com. Now, enjoy this week's episode. Well, we want to welcome uh, all of you listeners to another episode. A, I believe I can say it, a Christmas Day. That's right. Episode of Special Edition. The Word of Life podcast. We are so excited that you are here with us on this Christmas Day. Um, I would love to know how many of you are trying to like get out of some sort of family gathering right now and you're sitting in the other room it happens it does happen nick would know <laughs> what <laughs> are you serious oh yeah no 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 uh, no this is a super special episode of the word of life podcast we are so excited that you are here today and our special guest guest host yeah, you know, we, she gets to kind of flip the tables on us this episode. Yeah, she's not only a guest, she's a special guest host. Brittany Olson, welcome to the World of Life Podcast. Welcome to the World of Life Thanks. Podcast. Thanks. I'm very excited to be here. I was honestly a little jealous when I heard you two were doing this, and I didn't get to be get to be on it right away, so I'm very happy to be being the host this week. Well, you're a, I mean, you're a podcast lover of, of the format anyway. Aficionado. Yes, yes but more, more the, like, crime, spooky stuff, and I don't know if I should be admitting that on Christmas, but... <laughs> in, in another life... Brittany was commuting an hour each way um, for work, and she got turned on to podcasts. Because I needed something, yes. To maintain sanity? Yeah, 15 minutes, like, and no kids. Oh, I mean, like, man. you think I would be, like, in heaven, but I needed something. Yeah. Something going in the background. Yes. I, I do stay awake better when, mm-hmm. you know, when there's something, you know, like, conversational happening. We were just talking about that in the car today, about Jay and I's run-ins with narcolepsy. Uh, (laughs) Oh yeah, for the three the three year period that I that I had to go caffeine free living. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Jay and I we realized that we had more stories of almost falling asleep or falling asleep in vehicles. Maybe it's even to the point where it's just not that funny anymore. It's like, maybe you guys need to get some sleep. But those are stars for another day. That's right. That Brittany, has nothing to do with Christmas. Uh, Brittany, we are so excited that you're here. If folks don't know, you know, did you hear this story? Uh, here, I won't spoil our surprise quite yet. Did you hear this story, Jay? This last week, of um, people who watch, people have been watching WCCO six o'clock news mm-hmm. all through the pandemic. Okay, have you heard this story about the outpouring of negative comments that WCCO has received because of Frank Vassalero 
and Emilio Santanello not social distancing on the 6 o'clock news, but those folks don't know that they're married. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, they don't have the same last name. Like, maybe a little credit. Right. Maybe just a little. A a simple Google search will just do the (laughs) trick I mean, like, it would take less time to complain. (laughs) You can... It would take less time to complain to write a complaint than it would be just a Google like what's their relationship? Yeah. So we don't wanna we don't want those complaints. <laughs> wait to yeah, keep it clear. Bring, That's great. Bring it back. We don't want those complaints about us social distancing, although you can't see us right now. Um, but what I do wanna say is um, Brittany, we're married. Apparently, yes. We are. It's been a couple of years now. I have a couple of kids. I think. Yeah. I think that qualifies. Yeah. And so um, super excited to have my wife on today, not only as our guest, but as our guest host. But before we get started, um, Brittany, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, what do you do? He thought you were the only one coming with prepared questions. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to be the one asking the questions, but no, I, I can do that. Um, I actually grew up for most of my life, I guess I remember, as a middle and high schooler in Delano, Minnesota. Um, so Tiger, and then um, met my lovely husband here. Through um, Inspiration Point, which that's... Yeah, did you know Inspiration Point? I didn't Point? know that. I didn't yeah. know that, yeah. yeah. So, um, and we did the long-distance relationship through college. But technically, you are a camp couple. That's what they call them at, at Inspiration Point. You, you know that's what, a, it's a stretch. You know what's funny is when I was on staff at Inspiration Point, they told about a former staff member. Um, this was a lesson that they were giving you on going on day camps and how you should um, interact with your host family on mm-hmm. day camp. Yep. And they used this former staff member as an example that he had become friends with his host family and through that relationship then became the youth pastor at that church. And so when they taught us in staff training, they said, be good to your host family because you never know, you could get a job out of it. Wow. And then Brittany and I met in the summer of 2006, and my understanding is since then, it has been be good to your host family, because they might become your in-laws. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so that's how we met. Yeah, but right. it was my host family. Yeah. Yes, we were. He slept in my brother's bunk bed, I believe. I did. And, and look at you now, guest host on the Word of Life podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, but yeah, so I, um, during that time, we were long-distance relationship relationshiping. Yeah. Sure, we'll go with that word. English major here, you know. Um, <laughs> I was getting a degree in um, education at University of River Falls and um, went into teaching after that and kind of jumped right into being a youth pastor's wife and... Moved a couple times to Minot, North Dakota, and then wanted to come kind of back home. So moved back down this way and got a job in Belle Plaine and became a tiger again, which I think is super funny. That is cool. Yeah. So I tell the kids all the time, like, I'm a tiger. I just wasn't a Belle Plaine tiger. So they they kind of accept me. Um, yeah. And then now we're, we're in with Word of Life and really enjoying 
our kids' age and all that fun stuff. But I think I need to steal this interview back from you, <laughs> too, because I think that was my job, wasn't it? Well, and, and we should set up. The point of this, this is kind of a, uh, a grab bag, potpourri style. Um, it, it, it is Christmas. It is Christmas. It's the end of our... Advent podcast series. It is. The midweek Advent series, yeah. Um, and so we wanted to recognize that. We didn't want to leave off the fifth day of Advent, and so we're here today. This is also Q&A with Pastor Jay. Yes. Um, and we might get to those in a little bit too, but we thought the best way to go about it was to invite Brittany on as the guest host to flip the tables, as they say. Yes. So Brittany... We pass it over to you. Sounds good. I will. I will take the baton. Um, well, I think you know you guys just kind of jumped into this podcast and didn't really get a chance to like say, "Hey, here we are." So I really think that you guys should give us little clips about your journey to Word of Life, Lesur, Minnesota. So, Pastor Jay, do you want to start? Wow, that's uh, yeah. Um, so I have I've. I have the just the huge privilege that I've gotten to pastor churches from coast to coast, from you know from you know Rhode Island all the way out to California and a bunch of places in between, and um, I was pastoring a co-pastoring a, a church with my dad in Iowa, and um, and Word of Life and gave me a call and um, it it took a while it took a while to get me back up to uh, Minnesota, but uh, but. Here we are and having a great time, um, hanging out in Lesur and Henderson and the area, living south south of Minneapolis, and and we just we're just digging it and having a great time. Cool. I mean, I know your story, but do you want to share yours as well, Nick? Yeah. So I don't know if our whole congregation, you know, it's been funny. I started June first. Yeah, while we were closed. Yeah, really in the middle of the pandemic here. Yeah, we hadn't even started, you know, in-person, like, on-site services at that time because I actually, I just came across the video, you know, when I was going through my photos the other day. (laughs) Um, And so I don't know how many folks know kind of where we've been. Um, I have been in youth ministry almost all of my adult life. Um, I have served churches, not really coast to coast, um, but I've served churches all up and down the Midwest. Um, And so, um, I mean, I've been in churches in Saskatchewan and Minneapolis, uh, in the oil field in North Dakota, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and then um, in Minot, North Dakota. And then after we got done in Minot, we took a little bit of break. from vocational ministry and just kind of wanted to figure out what else was out there and um, and did some odd jobs uh, in those couple of years and then came to Word of Life. We've been, I mean, when did you, when did we start going to Word of Life just for church? Well, when we were living in Delano, it was a little sparse for a little while, but that would have been after Elle was born. It, and that was... Just because it was spotty doesn't mean it didn't count. <laughs> We were, I know that's true. But. We were commuting over yeah, an hour. I know to come to worship gatherings. So that would have been she that's was born summer. 2017. So that would have been fall of 2018. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I know it doesn't feel like that long. It doesn't it feel is. like that long. It is. Um, 
But probably the job that was most notable during that time was I was a Honda salesman um, for a large car dealership here in Absolutely. the Twin Cities. Yeah. Um, and was loving that. And then all of a sudden, you know, people... people not, not only loving it, though, but like, not to mention you sold cars, but... And you had a lot of God opportunities and some amazing conversations with people. Yeah, yeah, it was it was wild. Um, yeah, I was known as Pastor Nick around the dealership, um, which is funny because I never been called Pastor Nick up until that point when I was working at the car dealership. Um, and yeah, the Lord blessed. Uh, um, Boy, if that doesn't sound like a pastor, I don't know what does. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. There were just opportunities to talk. That's what to I said about Jesus. Exactly. Um, well, I I remember that he'd come home all the time and be like, I like they asked me stuff like that just doesn't always happen sometimes yeah. in other jobs. So. No, but it does happen. You know, when you're in the place that uh, talk about sounding pastor, um, <laughs> when they're in the place that God wants you to be, for sure, those opportunities are going to happen. And the conversations, you know, so it's not like it's not like your time as a car salesman was illegitimate. It wasn't. Matter of fact, I think God legitimizes it with these gospel opportunities. Yeah. And then the opportunity, um, Eric Smith felt the call to go to Lutheran Brethren Seminary. So excited that he's there. Amazing. Uh, and but we miss them. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other, like, my <laughs> connection to sort of life. We could do a whole podcast on, like, w- w- the relationships that God was starting for me at Word of Life. The number started. of guests we'd have to bring in for Oh, that. <laughs> yeah. What was that old TV show? Was it like, this is your life? Oh, man. Like a, yes. Like, eighth yes. grade teacher. That's right. And, and then, you know, there's, like, tears That was a game show? Oh, do you remember No, no, no. It's not like a game show, but it was an actual show. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, they'd ha- they'd bring back, like, like three to five people from your life. Wow. No. And you, would, you wouldn't you would see them, but they would, they'd be talking. And then all of a sudden, they'd come on the stage. And, you know, the realization on somebody's face would be like, that's my eighth grade teacher. Or... What story what? do they have to tell about me, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Listeners, if you know what the name of that show is, drop us a comment uh, on Facebook or something. That'd be awesome. Uh, but uh, but anyway, yeah, the, uh, the people that I met back in 2006 was the first time I think I visited. Or 2000, yeah, 2006 was the first time I ever visited Word of Life. And, and the folks that were... Uh, welcoming back then was was the Mootses and the Carlsons, um, and at that time Wes and Anya Asham, uh, yeah. and little did I know that teenage Nick would end up in in Lesueur. and we are on the Minneapolis. We like hung out with Mark in the youth group. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. Like we've yeah went to the candy store, right? Something like that that day. Yeah. So we, I mean, we're we're new here, but we're not new here. <laughs> Uh, which is kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. So it's awesome. So my next question, I'm hoping to get like a good response from. Um, I know I've enjoyed. I think you guys have a really like dynamic duo, kind of going on here in the podcast. So I would love to hear because I think you two have definitely heard of each other and met before you worked together. So, what were your first impressions of each other? 
Like before we worked with each yeah, other? Yeah, like, because I, I mean, I remember my first impression of Jay, and I, you know what my first impression was of you. Uh-oh. So, another time. <laughs> Whoa. What was your first impression of Jay? Well, it was when he was speaking at YC. Yeah. And we would have been, what, Ruth, were we with Minneapolis? Or? Yeah, yeah, shout out Ebenezer Lutheran Brother yes. Church. we were with Minneapolis. And I just, okay, Jay, I like, I, Heidi's probably going to shake her head when she hears this, because I'm like... You know, making 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 feel good here. Uh, you were speaking, and I was like, "Dude, he's really cool. Like, that'd be really cool to work for him someday. Like, if Nick worked for him, I think I'd really like him. That'd Never met you before in my life. Before, had no idea. And like, you owned an ice cream shop, and I was like, "Yep, this guy is like, we need we need to connect with this guy. So, like, very good first impression. That, that's awesome. <laughs> like, seriously, like, not all first impressions laugh. of me are the same. <laughs> we laugh because we're like, I like, Nick, I think you remember. I think I turned to you in the audience was like. I really like that guy. I wish you worked for him someday. And lo and behold, here we are. You know, him. You know, I have made I have made other offers to to Nick to come and work for me. This wasn't the first offer. I, I do know that. Yes. Yeah, that's um, you know, I don't know about first impression of Jay. My first memory of Jay is probably okay. that same youth, youth convention. convention. Yeah. Um, now I was on the committee that asked you to speak at that mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't know you very well um, but this is such a dorky story um, and mine wasn't I mean. well no but like so I um, get energetic when I speak as does Jay and uh, as a young guy I didn't know how to take care of my voice um, very well and so by like day two of youth convention I was just hoarse and raspy, and um, I do remember that. I don't know exactly uh, how I came to you on it, but I remember having a conversation with you, and you were like, "Oh no, no, you got to do like get some throat coat." And um, there's there are very specific steps. Yep, and no chloroseptic spray. Yep, because that almost killed my voice forever. Yeah, yeah. People don't think about this, but uh, you know. The, the the Venn diagram of similarities between us and opera singers, it's greater than you think. Absolutely. Especially you start getting into, like, you know, event speaking or, or conferences and stuff like that when we're, when we're doing a ton of stuff all at the same time. And, you know, or like camp or, or something, you know, where you're, where you're just, you know, shouting above <laughs> the, the just cacophony of voices I'm to try and get the attention of one teenager <laughs> you know it's 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 crazy we have to take care of our voices yeah. i mean you know it's a it's a big it's a big deal i so i knew i had a positive opinion of you before i knew you because we share a really good friend do you know that friend, Nick? He does know that friend, Todd Matheson. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, like... Shout out Todd Matheson. Shout out yeah. Todd Matheson, you know, because... <laughs> you know, so who met his wife through my family, by the way. So you're welcome. I think I have heard that. Yeah, um, but, I mean, so, so I knew about you through Todd, and that's how I got, you know, and, and so you come... 
highly recommended. And and Todd is is I love Todd, yeah. and so Todd's a, you know so close to me to, and my family. And so, you know, so I I already had like this this glowing report, you know, from from Todd. I thought that I that the first time that I met you was in Todd's backyard. Oh, yeah. Was it at like one of those? Yeah, it was like one of those. I think we could just leave it at that. <laughs> now we're gonna have the ball asking what one of those was. Was it no, was it at one of our softball? Oh, it might have been that too. Did you come to one of our softball team deals? Boy, this is so podcast listeners, I'm so sorry. This is so inside baseball that we we'll have to explain a few things. But right. um Brittany the short version was Brittany and I were on a Minneapolis Park Board softball team that won one game in two years. And I believe that game was on a forfeit. Um, it might have been. Okay. To be fair, I was pregnant one of those years, so you're and missing me. Our, and our catcher. Yes. Because I was one of the only ones that could really catch the ball. So, like, catcher's stance while pregnant? Um, I wasn't allowed to play. Oh, 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 oh. I was just trying to, like... I was was designated cheerleader that year. Do the math on that. But we had barbecues. Right, right, right. Before or after every game. I wonder if it was one of those. I don't know. I I just remember meeting you, and you know, uh, with... Because Todd was there. Yeah. You know, when I first met you. Yeah. Todd was our skipper. Um, The Tuscan Raiders. Star Wars. (laughs) Shout out Star Wars. Yeah. Um, So this podcast has been really fun to listen to. So just like tell listeners how this come about. Like, was it both your ideas? Did you bounce off each other? Was it one person's idea? I have wanted to do a podcast for years. And Nick is the one who made it happen. That that in that is the briefest, you know, okay. kind of version of it is like I've wanted to do this for years, and you know, and Nick Nick made it happen. I Nick has edited out the number of times that I have given him props, either on the podcast or on video. It's kind of you know, let's call it humble, let's call it humble, you know. Sure. Um, but the fact that he's editing out the number <laughs> the number of times that I'm giving him props, but seriously. He really makes this happen. I, uh, I think the only thing I'll add to that is we saw an opportunity, um, as everyone knows, um, on-site ministry during COVID-19 has been weird, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, and I know we were both looking for opportunities to uh, foster community in the Word of Life congregation, and this idea had been sitting on the shelf yeah. for a little bit and it just seemed like now's the time mm-hmm. yeah and then you you jumped into it and and here here we are so yeah i guess my next logical question would be where do you want it to go from here or is it kind of still up in the air well there's a few ideas that i don't know if we can share quite yet fair i get i get that but um maybe- i mean are you going to keep podcasting i think is what i'd like to know um, let me maybe put it to you this way. Yes. Yes. Um, we have a list of 25 podcast ideas right now. Um, I, I think the, f- the feedback we have received 
um, on on this podcast has been so positive. And if I can say directly to you listeners, thank you for uh, for your comments on it. Um, and if I can even put an extra plug, if you haven't had the opportunity to give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast app you are listening to on us, um, that is super helpful. But um, five-star ratings. Subscribe. Subscribe. Um, drop a comment. Um, and, and that really not only helps us on those apps to be able to search for us easier, yeah. um, but you really are dropping little um, moments of encouragement for us. Absolutely. Nice. Um, let's shift a little over into Christmas because, I mean, it is, it is Christmas today, right? It's Christmas Day. Um, you, I, I've loved listening to everybody else's favorite Christmas memories. I'm hoping you can tell the audiences your guys' favorite Christmas memory. Well, Jay hates Christmas. Yeah, I, a little birdie has told me that. Um, <laughs> I'm just the Scrooge. <laughs> I am. I'm a Scrooge. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Or Grinch. I, I, I mean, what would you or prefer? Grinch, green? You know, or... like, you know, like <laughs> I'm pretty old school, so maybe maybe Scrooge really works great. But see, not really, because like I don't really want everybody else. I'm not Scrooge because I don't want everybody else working on Christmas. I really want everybody to be off and having a good time with their family. I'm a huge fan of people hanging out with their family and having a good time. So it can't be Scrooge. Maybe Grinch because, you know. But Scrooge does, like, get that way at the end. I'm reading it right now with my juniors. Oh, yeah? so, That's awesome. Yeah, I know. It's fun. So. It's a, I think the book is better. It is. Well, I, yeah. I, you know, the kids are like, that didn't happen in the movie. And I was like, guys, you got to read things. Read the book. Yes. Read the book. I saw the Muppets. And... That's a That's good, a good version. one. That's a good one. That's right. It's definitely abbreviated. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, favorite Christmas memory as a kid. I I really don't remember most of my childhood. <laughs> Are you blocking <laughs> it? Oh, I, yeah. I, actually, I. Like I, Jay after he did, so. I have, I have blocked it all out. This is kind of a weird thing to say on on the podcast, but um, I don't remember anything prior to my lung surgery. So when I had my lung removed, it was surgical and it was traumatic. And so how old were you? I was 11, 12, 13, something in that age. I can't remember. My mom will tell me. So what I do for for um, for stories from my childhood is I really rely on my family, and so if I tell a childhood story, and you know I have already gone back to my mom, my brother, or my sister. My sister's got an amazing memory, and I've said, "Hey, can you tell me about this? Can you you know can you tell me the story of this happening?" And they and they retell they retell the stories of my childhood. Because I really don't, I really don't remember. So I can say, I mean, I've got some fun. Mem- I one of my favorite memories of Christmas is we moved to California and we didn't want to drop the dollars, and it was outrageously expensive to buy a Christmas tree in California. And so we uh, went to IKEA and we bought a palm tree. And we put lights and ornaments on a palm tree that in California, awesome. which was 
great. And I think it was, I don't know if it was that year or the year after that for, um, for Christmas dinner, we had a six foot burrito. There's a burrito shop that catered, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we bought. It was not just our family; it was other families. I mean, shout out to the McKays because the McKays were awesome. They made us family when we were out in California when we needed family, and um, it was it was it was the, it was the McKays. It was us. It was other families involved as well, um, and um, and we had a six foot burrito for Christmas because we're in California. But you know, those are the ones like that you like you said you remember though, because they were just they were different than other. Isn't you know. that what the Cratchits had in our Christmas Carol? Was a I, I I don't think so. It was. I might have missed that part when we were. Oh, she, so she probably wasn't in a burrito club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Nick, do you have a favorite memory? A favorite Christmas memory, man. Um. You know, I don't know if I have something necessarily um, super specific. There's not like one Christmas that really jumps out to me. Um, but I think it's um, it's like the little things. Christmas is all about the traditions that you make for a lot of folks. Um, I think we learned that in, uh, in Becky's episode. No, oh yeah right she's talking about all these Christmas traditions and that was kind of the same thing for us and um, and I'm sure Brittany would say the same thing for, for your family you know the traditions in my family um, I think we mentioned in Jared's episode is um, I remember as a kid my great grandpa Arlo and my grandpa Bob and myself grandpa Arlo would bake a chunk of lunafisk. <laughs> yes. At Christmas Eve, and, and it, uh, uh, it felt kind of special to eat it with those guys. And I was like, a, it was special. I was, I was like, uh, I loved it. I don't know, lunafisk and I always got along. Though. I can't even stand the smell of it. I wow. like. So, yeah. so is lunafisk going to be baked in the uh, Olsen home not, this Christmas? Depends not, on not, who has the same. Not this Christmas, but it, it will be. It will someday, be someday it'll be baked. Okay. You know, uh, since this is a Lutheran church podcast, maybe we can talk lunafisk for a second. I, uh, my grandparents went to uh, First Lutheran Church in Williston, um, and they had a massive lunafisk um, uh, dinner fundraiser every year, and I got to come alongside my grandpa when I was kind of. Did a lunafisk dinner? Fundraiser raise funds. Oh, they were doing, they were doing, so many meals, and people were calling in to get Lutefisk takeout, and they were delivering Lutefisk all over the city of Williston. It was it was incredible. I um I I usually overestimate the pounds of something like this. Yeah. But I do remember. I believe they bought a half a ton of Lutefisk. What they had it in this tank. That was like the size of like a Camry. Um, I mean, it was incredible. A and vat of lutefisk. A vat of lutefisk. And um, how do you get rid of the smell of that? Like, well, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Good question. I don't think they found an answer yet. Um, you hide it in a landfill. There were two pieces of, of advice that were given to me um, about lutefisk that 
during those times. One of them was this, is uh, when I would help cook the lutefisk, they had it in almost like deep fryers, but with, instead of the oil, that's where they would boil water. Mm-hmm. You'd boil the lutefisk, and then you know, you pull the like fry basket out, mm-hmm. and have all the cooked lutefisk in it, and then you would transport it into serving dishes, and, and inevitably some would drop mm-hmm. onto the floor, or onto your shoes, and I have a really distinct memory of at the end of the night we get back to the house and Grandpa Bob he always wore these kind of like Wolverine boots mm-hmm. right uh, the bad ankles and he took like a steel wire brush and it was like scraping the lutefisk off this like congealed hardened lutefisk off of his boots it was incredible I'd um, buy new shoes the other yeah yeah the other piece of lutefisk advice. That Grandpa Bob, he was mm-hmm. full, he was full of advice, <laughs> and Grandpa Bob said that while you eat lutefisk, you know they always serve it with like a dinner roll, and you gotta have the roll, okay, because you need a plug so that that lutefisk doesn't crawl back up on you. My grandma said that to me as like a twelve-year-old boy. I'm like, I'm thinking this fish is gonna like. Fish Jello is gonna sneak right back up on you. Pack it back down with that terrible. Just expands in your stomach and worse. That, that advice says it says it all that needs to be said. Yeah, uh, uh, so yeah, so I, I just have memories of of kind of special food like that and playing cards and and I have a lot of memories of spending it with my grandparents. That was kind of. Um, a special time, so yeah, I don't have like, like a specific one, but it was, it was the same every year, and I loved that, and uh, yeah, nice. Um, so Christmas, we you know at this point we've had our Christmas Eve service, but I'm just curious for probably more maybe for Pastor Jay, just because you've done it more, you know, it's it's one of the biggest days of the year where we pull people in that probably haven't come to church before Mm -hmm. right so like how do you um you know how do you keep it fresh every year and you know you can't skip the story it's like you know an important one and it's not changing (laughs) no so you know like i mean as a teacher i think for me too i you know i just am interested in how you keep it fresh for yourself and and like how you kind of go about that getting ready for the christmas eve service i i think that keeping it fresh for myself is the point actually Mm -hmm. because um, because I'm the only one who's speaking on it every year, um, whereas everybody is, you know, who who I talk to at Christmas, they are coming with very specific expectations. They want to hear about the birth of Jesus. They want to hear why we are in church, you know, on this night. They want to hear... Maybe more importantly than hearing me, they want to hear Silent Night. (laughs) It's it's a good one. (laughs) With the candles. I have been told. I have been told. (laughs) Any any attempt to change the last song is sacrilege. I can't you know what, Jerry, I can't imagine anybody ever suggesting 
that you would end a Christmas Eve service with anything <laughs> other than silent. Okay, in my defense, Go Tell It on the Mountain is a really good song. Why would we not want to end the service and Go Tell It on the Mountain? I, I'm trying to remember what it is at my grandparents' church that we always go to. I know you do Silent Night, but I, and that's with the candles, but I don't think oh, we yeah. end with that. So, I mean, I guess I'm with you, Jay. Like it, I mean, on that. So I, I think, think I think you're wading into waters. That I don't want to wade into. Got yeah. it. Check. Got Shark it. Shark infested. Um, but keeping it fresh, I think it is all about actually, um, you know, continuing to point to Jesus, and, and and I think that you know, Jesus and his birth are are huge, and so the opportunity for us to to point at him can come from a bunch of different directions and for me that's one of the that's one of the fun things is to point at at jesus from a different direction yeah so you guys have been focusing with each of your guests around i believe hope peace joy love am i forgetting one there is is that the four jesus (laughs) yes and jesus um, and I think you've asked everybody, I mean, I think they've all come on to talk about one in specific, but then you've also asked them, like, what their favorite is, I mm-hmm. think. So do you guys have a favorite? I think it changes every year. This year... Um, I know what yours is this year. Yeah, yeah, this year, mine has been hope. I, I think about hope. Um I think we hope almost every day right now. I was just telling this to our Wayfair students last night that no matter your politics, no matter what you necessarily feel about it, but like um, that that image of that ninety year old gal in England getting that shot in her arm. It was kind of special. Yeah. It was, and and they've been thinking about all of these these news stories of. You know, 2020 has felt pretty hopeless. Pretty rough. And, and we know, sitting around this table, that does, does the COVID-19 vaccine provide hope eternal? No. No. I think everyone, speaking of hope, I think everyone's hope is that if you're going to get the vaccine, you get the shot, and then all this life is going to go away. Life gets back to normal. That's the hope. Normal. But, like, life wasn't perfect pre-COVID either. No. No. You know, we all had rocky relationships or um, financial troubles or whatever mm-hmm. Your, mm-hmm. your problem du jour was. And so... Yeah, it's cool. Like, it's extremely cool to see hope in this very specific temporary thing um, and how much that only amplifies the hope we find in Christ. Yeah. So hope has been mine this year. Absolutely. And and I know that, that hope has been yours. And I, I think that um, if we were to look long-term... My favorite would be peace, which seems kind of strange because then I'm not really a peaceful person. Um, and but I'd say that this year, um, especially, it is love. I I, I find myself 
ending, you know, conversations, just reminding people that they are loved. You're loved. Even in the midst of this, you are loved. And, 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 and first and foremost, saying you are loved rather than just I love you. Um, because my, my hope is that people are getting a greater sense that they are loved, that they are loved by the God of the universe, that they are loved by his son, Jesus Christ, and that they are loved by, you know, the church, by Word of Life Church and the people there, and that they are loved by, um, by me and my family, or, you know. But I think just, can, I just find myself coming back to this sentence and just reminding people no matter what they're going through this year, you are loved. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's, you know, I, I teach. And so I, that like really hit my heart because we're watching, um, or we just read The Greatest Gift, which is the, the play version of the uh, It's a Wonderful Life. And one of my kids today was like, I know, I love it. I'm so sad I'm missing it. watching it with them. But like that was one of their things is they're like, we're just super important, all of us, for our own reasons. And like when you were saying that, I was just like, oh, I love my kids. I miss them so much. Um, I want to kind of push this back into your guys' hands so you can kind of take over for the end here. Um, but, you know, I think the end of the year and Christmas time also makes us look forward to, to the future. So... What are you guys most looking forward to in this in this next year and in the adventures for Word of Life or or your own adventures? And then I'll I'll let you guys kind of take over from there. Um, well, certainly I think um, we are really excited. I think twenty twenty one. You read about the year uh, the year of jubilee in the Old Testament and talk about going through these seasons of famine and and seasons of hard time, and they would come to this this time of just utter celebration. I think that 2021, people are ready for like one, just a sigh of relief. And then, I, boy, I, it, maybe we're gonna listen back to this a year from now, next Christmas, and we're gonna be like, Wow, you guys had no idea what you were talking about. I hope not. <laughs> but I think those loved ones that you haven't gotten to see are going to be really, really special moments of 2021. So I'm, you know what, I'm ready. I'm just ready to celebrate um, uh, all of our old relationships that we haven't gotten to see. And, and for new ones as well. Yeah. I, I, what I'm really looking forward to is connection. And, um, you know, as, you, as, you, as you're talking, I am, I'm thinking of my parents. I have not seen my parents since, um, since Becca's wedding um, in March. And um, I haven't seen, well, actually, I haven't seen my brother or my sister since then. It's been, uh, it's, it's been a long time. There's, there's a ton of people. But it, even just like, even tonight, I uh, bumped into um, uh, Amber, uh, and, um, and she, she stopped, looked at me, and she's like, I don't remember the last time I saw you. And, um, 
and I am really looking forward to connection. Just um, and and I'd say that if there is anything on the f- the future plans for the ministry of Word of Life is just increased connection. Um, I I realize that that twenty twenty has been you know a year in which we have been learning a lot and we we we're trying to be creative about connection. And I mean, honestly, this podcast is one of, you know, has grown out of that, you know, is just trying to create more opportunities for connection, you know, just touch points. And, and, and so I think that, you know, the connection is one of the, one of the big themes that I have as I'm looking uh, at 2021 and, um, and what word life and our ministry is going to look like. It's going to just look about a lot about connection. Well, thank you for letting me come on and interview you guys. I think this is a very fun, fun thing for Word of Life. So, to be clear, though, I mean, you are on every podcast. Yeah. Yeah. If folks haven't figured out by now, Brittany is the voice. That's right. She intros the podcast every week. So, one, thank you for yeah. your voiceover. You're welcome. I didn't know I could do that, but yeah, it worked out. That's, that's right. Check. It was awesome, and uh, and we're having a great time. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we can tell. We really hope we really hope this isn't going to be your last time. You know, hopping onto the podcast with us and hanging out. Oh, I, I would hope not. I'm, I'm hoping I get invited back, but I'm looking over at my husband right now, seeing if I get the, the actually, nod. Or actually, that. we both have another episode planned, and you are an integral part of it. Oh boy, that makes yeah, me you're nervous. On our list. Mm, you're on okay. the list. The list. Is yeah. it a good thing to be on the list? It is a great thing yeah, to be on the list. Yeah, it's a good list to be on. That's a good list to be on. So, well, Word of Life listeners, uh, Word of Life, and, uh, and and folks who are checking out this podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah like we Merry said, this Christmas. is coming out on Christmas. Um, so if you're catching it today on the 25th, or if you're catching it later, uh, blessings to you during this holiday season. And we hope to see you real soon. And as a reminder, no matter who you are or where you are, you are loved. <laughs>